Good day, I'm Ann Dolinchek and thank you for tuning in to Anon Influence again. In this episode, we're in conversation with Kinsani Nkombo, Brand Manager at Castle Milkstart. An award-winning marketer, Kinsani is a marketing professional driven to elevate the building of brands with a purpose, brands that challenge the status quo and make a real difference in the world. We chat about the importance of shared values when choosing influencers for campaigns, the fact that brands need to see its influencers as part of the marketing team, the benefits of always on campaigns, how brands with a clear purpose are so much more successful these days, and the impact of consistent marketing efforts on a brand's bottom line. Enjoy. This podcast series has been made possible through an exclusive sponsorship from SA's number one nano influencer platform, The Salt. Most brands have a communication line to the existing customers, but do not have a way to get them to have additional positive brand conversations. The Salt solved the problem by identifying brand fans and getting them to talk more about their positive brand experiences. The Salt have a database of over 230,000 registered brand fans and in-depth information on each to perfectly match an influencer to your brand. Reach out to them today and see what they can do for you. Good morning, Kinsani, and thank you so much for joining us on Anon Influence today. I think it's going to be a very cool conversation. I think our listeners are going to learn a lot, so thank you. Before we get into our chat, can you please tell us more about who you are and really what your core roles and responsibilities are at Castle Milk Stars? Um, good morning, and I'm super, super excited, um, you know, to be chatting to you today. Um, I do think we're also going to have a lot of fun. Um, just a little bit about my role at Castle Milk Starts. I'm currently the brand manager um, of Castle Milk Starts. I look after the entire Castle Milk Starts stable, um, you know, from strategy uh, to, you know, brand planning to leading, you know, co-creative ideas with my creative agencies um, to even, you know, um, supply um, as well and product development. So, you know, it's, it's quite a big portfolio, but super exciting and super fulfilling, um, you know, to work on this brand. Sure, that's a lot of things that you do. So now I'm even more excited because you have like a 360 view of everything that goes on. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, this, this brand has been amazing for me. I've got, you know, a lot of learnings and growth, um, you know, from it. So it's really, really cool um, to work on such a brand. Amazing. So let's get into it. Obviously, today we are talking influence marketing. Um, and we know that Castle as a brand and our Castle Milk Start has also kind of ventured into that space and doing really cool things. But for me, I always ask my guests this question. Like, what was your first kind of dealings with influence marketing in your career? When was that? What did that look like? Yeah, so I think about, uh, let's say, two, three years ago, um, when I really started interacting within, you know, the marketing landscape, um, I think, you know, I walked in with with blinkers, you know, in my eye. And, you know, I thought, you know, influencer marketing is all about, you know, the biggest celebrity, um, you know, the loudest voice. And, you know, I really went in to marketing, you know, with that view, right? And it was all about, you know, get me the biggest name, get me, you know, the person that speaks, you know, the loudest, uh, the person with the biggest reach. And I think little did I know, you know, as I developed and grew within my career that there's actually so much more to it, you know. Um, we see now, you know, consumers are so much more smarter, you know, and they're so much more intelligent. I mean, we know we're consumers ourselves of yeah. certain 
certain brands, right? And, you know, you, you see that, you know, consumers do make, you know, very well-informed decisions around the brands that they interact with and they're actually demanding, you know, more from brands. Um, so I think, you know, it's, it's been an amazing journey, but also, you know, an eye-opening one, um, you know, one that's really taught me um, quite a lot. So it's very interesting that you say, like you went into marketing thinking, influence marketing, oh, big celebs, big names, because that's almost what every single guest says. They were yep. like, all about that celebrity endorsement. You just want the million followers because that's mm -hmm. going to do the trick. But I love that you also then brought it back. You've learned that no, customers and consumers are so much smarter these days. And I think mm. it's because we've got, we've got access to a whole internet we're not yeah. just in our little bubbles anymore. So we educate ourselves all the time. And I think we're so skeptical about brands these days. Like if a brand tells me I'm the bomb, obviously you're going to say that. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, no, nobody really says, no, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not the greatest product. <laughs> so all brands, you know, are going to shout, you know, and really rave about you know um their product offering but i mean influencers research these things right and they call brands out um you know on on their claims so it's really important that you know our brands show up extremely authentic and, and real um because you know it does get picked up by our consumers absolutely and that's so important because we've seen and not just like the like you say the big influences but just everyday people who consume your product the moment you do something that's a little bit off brand or something that doesn't sit well with them they will call you out on social media and that twitter mob will come for you and they are really <laughs> <laughs> ruthless i mean shoo uh yeah twitter, twitter is, a, is a whole monster on its own and another conversation on its own but definitely extremely ruthless um and and you know something that brands should be cognizant of absolutely and i think um i had this conversation with someone the other day one of the key objectives for a campaign was to trend on twitter and i'm like Sure, we can trend on Twitter, but what? Uh, any year, it depends on how you want to trend, because we can make you trend. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I also feel like that's such an outdated way of measuring success as well. Because if you go through hashtags that's trending, half the time it's just literally empty tweets, just as hashtagging. Or it's completely different. They hop in. Um, I know you've probably seen that people jump on the a trending hashtag and they just promote their own things. And I'm like, of that's course. can't do that. And then obviously, no. like stage, the flip side, if you've done something um, in a campaign, I'm not going to mention it. It was a, a campaign a couple of years ago. We did a whole podcast on it where it was just the most ridiculous campaign that didn't align to influences' values. It was just, it was actually just stupid. And people, if they were yeah. people were like, why are they doing this? This makes no sense. Why are these influencers into this? And they even went to stack, they found the brief that was sent to influencers and posted that on Twitter. And I was just like, mm. guys, we need to avoid all of this by just mm. like someone like yourself, who's a strategist in marketing, someone like myself, who's a strategist in influence marketing. Let's just do a bit of research. <laughs> 
hundred percent. I mean, I mean, I've I've been also subject to that thinking, right? Around all I want to do is trend, and you know, I thought that's how I'm going to measure my campaign. That's how I'm going to measure the success of my campaign. But I think you know, the big learning is you know, uh, trending doesn't mean success, right? Um, it, it literally, I mean, it's it's putting a bunch of people together um, to speak about your campaign, and and it, it's not really extremely hard um, these days, you know, to to get a trend. And I mean, also realizing that Twitter doesn't represent, you know, the entire uh, market or consumer base that you're actually targeting, right? So it's such a, a small niche of, of, of people with, you know, their own, um, you know, views and opinions around what it is that you're trying to say and relay. So it actually doesn't really, it's not a true representation of, you know, the success of a, of a brand campaign or the failure thereof. And you said something so poignant there that Twitter is not a true representation of the, the consumer base because actually in South Africa, Twitter is something like fourth or fifth on like the most popular exactly. um, hmm. platforms that's being used. It's something like 3% of all internet users or social media users in South Africa use it. So that's tiny. Yeah, true. I must agree with you. So Kinsani, from the days that you did your first ever um, influencer campaign in your career how has your kind of perception of influence marketing shifted I know you said you've obviously learned that it's more about authentic um, influencer it's not always about that big number but did you have another little mind shift about what it can do for your brand yeah, I, I mean, I think, you know, um, actually fairly recently, I, I started, you know, really researching, um, you know, uh, brand impacts, if I, if I can even call it that, right? So the brands that make, you know, the biggest impacts, the brands that, you know, are the closest to their consumers. And I think, you know, when I started looking at that, that's actually, you know, what really changed my view around influencer marketing. Um, actually, I mean, I even discovered uh, the difference between actually influencer marketing and influencer advertising, right? And, you know, sometimes you look at that thing, that is the same thing, but it really isn't, right? Um, and I think for me, you know, there was influencer advertising, which is what I was, you know, predominantly focused on when I joined the industry, right? Which was, you know, um, that, that one so big, you know, um, influencer with the biggest following and you know they just like oh uh, here's Castle Mustard I am <laughs> drinking it now <laughs> which is completely you know what we what we don't really want you know because I mean the, the impacts of that you know can really be questionable right however you know when it comes to really influencer marketing it's really forming um, a relationship with you know um, the people that actually interact with your, your brand right and your influencers and they become you know almost part of you know your brand family um, you bring them into also believing your brand and I think you know I actually did uh, uh, actually two days ago um, you know I, I had an immersion session with with my influencers because I thought you know a lot of times we bring in um, you know influencers into our brands but they actually really don't know what our brands are about yeah. you know and I think for me it was important to make sure that you know I work with people who share the same passion and love around the brand that I'm working on I think Castle Mookstout 
um, is, is, is a brand that has such a strong uh, brand purpose, right? Um, you know, we really want to inspire Africans to discover their traditions and values in a modern world. And I think, you know, it's very important that whoever we bring, you know, to represent the brand is in full understanding of that and actually shares the same passion, right? And it's not something that we put up for show. It's not something, you know, to convince people, but, you know, it's really about um, engaging uh, people that actually also believe in our brand ethos, right? Um, and I think that was the hugest learning for me. And I think it's, I mean, I've, I've, it's, it's twice now that, I, that I've done it this way and I've seen amazing results um, and, you know, a, a completely different view of, you know, um, the, the power of influencer marketing. No, exactly. And I'm so happy that you do that because I think it's always, they are part of your marketing team at the end of the day. And if Same. they don't have the insights that you have, how can they actually represent your brand properly on their platforms? And then I love that you're also aligning influences with your values because that also brings in that authenticity. It doesn't matter how big or small they are. They are brand fans. They know what's happening. They consume your brand. And at the end of the day, they'll live your brand values as well when they're not on social media and probably have a milk, um, castle milk stuff when they're out with their friends and they just kind of perpetuate doing that on social media. Now you're doing it in real life. So, wow, you, you actually really believe in this product. Yeah, 100%. And I, I think, I mean, also, uh, you know, if you kind of look at it, too, our influences are, you know, the consumers that we're trying to reach, right? So for me, um, you know, when I had that immersion session, it was also, you know, um, a, a good look to kind of validate, you know, whether we're on the right path or not, right? Uh, because, you know, we, we put them in a room, we really, you know, started talking about, you know, our brand purpose and some of the work that we've done. And to see that room light up, you know, to see, you know, these individuals really believe in, you know, the brand story that we're trying to tell is kind of extremely validating around, you know, um, the work that we do as the Castle Mostar brand. And I really think, you know, this is something that, you know, a lot of brands miss. They don't, they don't view it in this way, right? And it just goes back to, you know, um, looking at influencer marketing and advertising as, as two completely different things. And, you know, it depends, I suppose, on, on what you want to achieve as a brand. But I think authenticity will always get you further, you know, than reach actually you know as a brand i completely agree with that and i love that you have such a fresh outlook on it because to your point a lot of brands see it as a tactic instead of like a full-fledged marketing channel that should be always on like your your tvcs and your billboards it's um you should mm -hmm. really have them on a continuous basis whether it's big or small or they're coming with peaks but it is that consistency and authenticity at the end of the day that's going to make an impact on the brand. 100%. I, I couldn't agree more. Hashtag no filter. That's how this podcast is delivering real down-to-earth stories told by real people. For an influencer campaign that takes brand conversation to everyday real-life situations, go check out thesalt.co.za. They are the undisputed experts in real influencer marketing. So that's a perfect segue into me asking you about your latest Castle Star campaigns, which we've seen done really, really well. So if you can give us a little bit of background uh, and just kind of like, why did you go with influence marketing for this, not something else? <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, this one is an extremely exciting one. We actually, so this campaign um, that I'm going to tell you about is called Ancestors Day, right? Um, so I previously mentioned, you know, our brand purpose being around, you know, inspiring, um, you know, our consumers around celebrating their culture and, and really who they are. And um, last year, we actually began this journey. Um, we found an insight around, you know, the fact that African spirituality isn't really recognized, right? Um, you know, you know, we have Christmas, we have Diwali, we have Eid. And, you know, um, you know, with Castle Mokstad, because we always advocate, you know, for African culture and, and we want to celebrate it, we thought, actually, let's challenge this, right? And, you know, we started this campaign last year and it was literally um, influencer strategy, right? Um, and and when we started it, you know, we we we, we launched the conversation on social media. But um, you know, with the with the help of our influencers, we got the message out there, right? Um, and this was massive, right? This 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 conversation actually grew organically. Yeah. But I think you know, um, interesting. So we'll say the good and the bad here because we're all about honesty. Uh, but in, in interesting, I mean, uh, you know, enough. There were different views about the campaign, right? So we were challenged a lot around, you know, why an Ancestors Day, um, you know, why even the date that we set out, um, et cetera. But, you know, what was extremely exciting is, you know, to see the interest around this topic and, and, and how it really peaked. Um, and then this year, you know, we, we did the same campaign again yeah. and geez, massive, massive, massive growth, right? Um, you know, I, I, I was actually helped um, by the salt, um, which you obviously know. Um, and, you know, we, we, we employed, you know, an, an influencer strategy. And I think this time um, I went to it, you know, with a different approach. So last year it was just reach, get me out there, get the message out there, let's just spread it, you know. Um, and in this year it was around, you know, educating. It was about, you know, authenticity. It was about, um, you know, really making an impact and engaging with each other, right? Um, you know, last year it was more seen as, you know, um, a, a fight, right? It was an us versus them, right? But really, you know, we had to, you know, bring 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 ourselves back as a brand and say, yeah. actually, you know, it's important for us to, you know, um, encourage South Africans to really learn um, about each other and, and realize that there's a space for everyone, right? Um, and actually what you think isn't relevant to you actually is. Um, and I think, you know, um, with the use of, or with the help rather, of our influencers, I think we're able to, you know, educate people so much more. Um, the negative sentiments, um, you know, that we experienced last year, which was actually you know, around 20%, which is relatively high um, for a campaign, went all the way down to 3%, um, you know, this year which is amazing, right? Um, our brand mentions grew um, exponentially and, and really even our impressions, I mean, we had a 300% growth um, exactly, right? How does that even happen, um, you know, versus last year um, on, 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 on impressions? So, I mean, you, you can see, you know, the success of, you know, um, using, um, you know, real authentic um, people in our campaigns, people that believe in, you know, the work that we do, people that actually also have the knowledge, right? Um, you know, what, what I asked for this year was, you know, people who understood, um, you know, um, ancestry, who understood, you know, African spirituality, people yeah. who were also credible to speak around it. And, you know, that's what, you know, made the biggest difference for us. So for me, listening to you, obviously, that was an amazing campaign. I also watched it unfolding. It was wonderful. But for me, what you really said now was also like, you looked at the data from last year and what mm -hmm. you could improve on and that's what you've done and you could see the results from that. 
100%. I think, you know, we, we, we really employed like a strategic approach, right? And it's it's really important as brands to evaluate yourself against. And I, I mean, we were lucky enough to be able to have, you know, sort of a measurement matrix, right? We could look yeah. at last year and, and base, you know, our, our strategy for this year based on the learnings from last year. And I think, you know, um, having done that, you know, um, resulted in, you know, us achieving even greater results um, for this campaign. I mean, it's huge. Um, you know, we're well underway um, to having even engagements with the government who's shown mm -hmm. great interest, um, you know, in, in, in what we're saying. Yeah, so I mean, we we had the government um, really interested. This year, we actually intentionally engaged. We started last year as well, um, but this year we really engaged um, the government around this, you know, because we really, I mean, Castle Mokstad, we wanna, you know, we, we're very purposeful around the work that we do, right? And it's not just, you know, these one hits wonder um, type of campaigns, but really, you know, we live out, you know, our brand ethos and our purpose. And, you know, we, we engaged with the government this year. They were actually a part of Ancestors Day this year. Um, you know, they spoke, you know, on, on our platforms on Ancestors Day. And, you know, ultimately we really created an environment where, you know, our consumers could enjoy and we could come as a collective and, and teach each other, you know, that there's a space for everyone and actually it's all relevant to everyone, right? Um, so amazing, amazing results and it's an amazing campaign and I'm super excited to see, you know, how it will grow year on year. Yeah, and I also love that you, you're you saying it's not like a one-off um, thing that you guys are doing. Like you started last year and it makes, for me, it makes completely sense that you started last year with reach and awareness because it was new. And then you evolved it this year to get more people involved and get that engagement going. You even got government involved. And I'm sure that you're going to do this every year. So it becomes like an institution. Everyone's like, it's Gossam Mokhtar like Ancestors Day. Let's do this, you know? 100% right and and I think I mean it's 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 interesting I guess each brand has a has a different strategy right but I think we brands often get into um the space of we need to recreate something new every single time right and I think what that does is you know we we, we fill ourselves up you know with with a lot of different activities and we actually even confuse a lot of our consumers and they don't know because one day we're talking about this and the next we're talking about that right but I think this speaks to you know um the 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 ethos of how brands actually grow right and you know part of that is being consistent part of that you know is you know um sharing knowledge and 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 being subject matter experts on you know um the purpose that the, the brand is built you know around so yeah I suppose it is um, having those values very clearly defined as a brand and making sure that it is your true north or your north star that everything you do just kind of ties back to that so that yes I, I've seen it as well brands doing very different things in one year and you're like oh boy who are you speaking to what are you trying to achieve with you guys I've seen this consistently um, you have one voice one value one set of objectives that you want to get out and it's really paying off it's that focus it really is. And, and again, bringing it back to, you know, our influences, then, you know, you do begin, you know, um, having that family, right? Um, that even if, you know, it's not even an influencer-focused strategy, but they do, you know, add their voices, um, you know, in every single thing that we do, because it really speaks to, you know, stuff that they know about and they really feel, you know, a part of a, or an extension of, you know, um, the brand in its entirety. So it is about creating that family as a brand.
And I think that's important because they bring a little bit of themselves into it. So that authenticity also plays out. And every single person has a different story or a different angle mm-hmm. on what you're trying to achieve. And while you're still landing the same messaging and they're living the same values, it's just different perspectives, which also makes it interesting for consumers when they see it to engage with, which is amazing. 100%. And I think, I mean, it also gives, you know, them the opportunity to share learnings, um, us the opportunity to learn as well. You know, there's so many insights that we got, you know, from um, our influencers alone, right? Um, Like you say, they all got stories of their own. Um, You know, they've all got experiences of their own. And, you know, it's it's really exciting and interesting for us um, to engage them and also find out, you know, about their various stories. We've actually you know um in in some instances adopted some of our influences to tell the stories you know and really put them on our brand platforms you know where we felt like actually you know under normal circumstances no one would really see you um but you know we really feel like you know your story is an important one to tell um and as castle looks out you know we've really taken some of our influences and really put them under our wing and you know ensured that their stories get out there I love that. It's like they're helping you, but you're also helping them because you've got a massive platform. It's like kind of growing together. And 100%. then as a, as a marketer, I always find influence marketing so interesting as well because at the end of the day, it's not just obviously results and KPIs and all of that is amazing. You have to measure everything. <laughs> we know that. Everything. Yes. For you, it's also nice to look at the different influences and see what kind of tactics made the biggest impact? Like for you, that must also show you what resonates with your target audience so much more than other things maybe, and then adopting that into your other strategies as well. Yeah, 100%. I mean, we spoke just now, right, around, you know, um, how we always look at, you know, um, the fictitious numbers and benchmark that against, you know, the success of our campaigns. Um, But really, I think, you know, um, having a look at impact um, and having a look at, you know, engagement and, and, you know, how your messaging has resonated, you know, with consumers and how even some of, you know, the messaging that our influencers are putting out there has resonated, you know, with, with some of our consumers is amazing um you know that that for us is the biggest learning and it's actually you know sometimes it, it leads us onto you know a better path um i mentioned you know that you know last year we realized that actually you know um, people who were challenging us around you know why an ancestors day actually didn't understand you know what ancestry mm-hmm. means but i mean um you know we we had to say this here actually it's relevant what no matter what race or you know no matter what religion you believe in ancestors at the end of the day if you look at you know the dictionary definition of it you know it's people that lived before us you know it's our grandparents our great grandparents and yes people have different views of how you know they celebrate and acknowledge their ancestors but we all even i mean we all come from a a bloodline right and and you know it was it, it brought us back to that point to say but why are we you know opposing this you know and that showed us you know the lack of knowledge and that's why we changed the strategy this year to be more educational to say you know maybe that's where we start right and that was purely you know as a result of the the engagement that we saw you know when our influencers started speaking about it and what people were responding to and asking questions about and even opposing no exactly and I think that is so informative and like you say last year you saw the data people didn't understand it and this year we educated them so now they do and then next year you can move on to to something else that would just be so much because now people understand what it's about which is amazing Mm. yeah 100% 
So um, I want to say a bit of your thoughts. You did mention that the salts helped you, obviously, on this last campaign. What are your thoughts of actually um, kind of asking a specialist agency to assist you with this or with influence marketing specifically rather than doing it in house? What's those benefits or what have you experienced as the benefits? So, and I am an avid believer, like I'm sold, um, right? Because I think it's made such a big difference. I think, you know, um, when, when you, um, you know, engage in an agency um, of this manner, you know, they're the subject matter experts. You know, I was able to get access to the right people. Um, you know, what I love about the SALT is, is, is how it's all data led, right? I can measure, you know, the impact of, of my influences and what they're really doing, right? I can, I can measure, you know, the performance of my campaigns per influencer, right? And, and I think I've never had access to that before. And it was kind of a frustration of mine, right? Because again, it spoke to, you know, um, you know, when we report on, you know, the success of our campaigns, is it, you know, true? Um, is it real results? Is it showing me, you know, the direction that I should be going on? Um, but, you know, with the salt, I was able to, you know, really measure and see, um, you know, exactly how my campaign is performing, exactly what people are saying about it, and exactly, you know, I was able to actually even take that data and use it to forecast, um, you know, what I would do um, next time, you know, in a better way. So I'm an avid believer in that. I think alone as a brand, you know, even if it was just internal, I would never have access to, you know, that that data. I would also never have access to, you know, a diverse audience like I do. You know, I was able to even handpick, um, you know, some of my influences and, and really find people that align and believe in my brand already, right? which made things so much more easier. That's amazing. Um, and I'm always saying, you know, if you're not an expert, please get an expert to do it for you. Saves you time, saves you the headache. And like you said- Saves you time. <laughs> I'm headaches. And also, like uh, you were saying, the South's got such a big database that they could overlay your requirements with what they have on the system, which is like, Thousands and thousands and thousands of influences, and they could literally go, These are Milk Stars fans already. They align with your values. And say, Concerning, here's yes. a list. Who do you want on this campaign? Which is amazing. Yeah. And I think what was also amazing is, you know, it, the authenticity of it all, right? It's not like, you know, you know, influencers jump from one brand to the next and the next and the next. And, you know, it really starts getting cluttered, right? But what's amazing about this is, you know, we could actually look at, you know, um, who these influencers have engaged or what brands they've engaged with, you know, within a, 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 within a certain period of time. And, you know, really find, you know, people that would show up, you know, for my brand in an authentic way um, and not seem like, you know, okay, you know, I'm just doing this and I'm going back to that whole influencer advertising notion, right? Um, you know, we, we really, you know, uh, partnered with people that we knew would, would add their credibility, authenticity, mm -hmm. and really speak their truth, right? And, and it's not just about, you know, because I mean, it is like that with influencers, right? It is also, you know, an income stream for them as well. And it does get easy for them to jump from one brand to the next but with this tool I was able to choose you know um, people that could authentically show up for my brand specifically without me having to worry that actually you know they they also speak on a competitive brand um, which is kind of you know different from my brand ethos or whatever you know so I think that was extremely important for me um, at that stage and the stage so actually. <laughs> 
Yeah, look, they've been doing it for years and years and years. So they know exactly what they're doing. And I'm so glad you had a positive experience for them. Yeah, no, I, I, 100%. And like I say, um, I'm, I'm sold. Like, I think it's going to be very hard for me to go back um, and, and, you know, take this upon myself to find, you know, um, um, people that can, you know, speak around my brand. I think this has, you know, really simplified um, my life as a brand manager. Um, and I'm super excited to be able to see the impact of it all. Amazing. So, Gansani, that unfortunately brings us to the end of our chat. But this has been so informative and thank you for sharing your wisdom and your knowledge with all of us i'm sure we've all learned a lot i certainly have mm -hmm. so is there anything you would like to say in closing um and maybe also tell people where they can find you on linkedin maybe to see what castle mock starts up to yeah, I think in closing, I mean, um, you know, finding brands and working with brands with a clear purpose, I think, makes all the difference. Um, and I think, you know, once you know what your purpose is, you also know who to bring into your brand family. Um, and I think, you know, it's it's like I keep on saying, you know, it's really important for brands to start showing up authentically. Um, you know, we are all consumers in, in some way or another. And, you know, it's important for, you know, brands to actually make real difference and real changes in the world, right? Um, you know, to be brands that, you know, uh, make the world a better place. And I think, you know, it really starts with, you know, identifying a clear brand purpose and that really makes your strategy so much easier. Um, and where people can find me, I mean, I'm on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> A little influence. I'm kidding. I'm not an influence at all. Um, but yeah, Kinsani, um, uh, I think underscore four four. Um, and then, yeah, on all Castle Mostar platforms as well, I'm constantly looking at our DMs as well. Um, I'm constantly also engaging with our consumers personally. Um, and yeah, I think super, super exciting. Please, I think, look out for, you know, for the Castle Mostar brand. It's an amazing brand with an amazing story to tell. Um, and I think, you know, I'd really encourage people to, to follow this brand. It's, it's, it's a big one and one I'm super passionate about. Amazing. Thank you so much. And hopefully we'll speak again soon next year after your next campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, and This has been amazing. This podcast series has been made possible by The Salt, the influencer company that turns influence into affluence. In the same way that information is presented in this podcast in a relatable and authentic way, The Salt gets your customers to tell their real brand stories to their community. Go to thesalt.co.za to learn more about how The Salt can help you grow your business.